Hey, it's Alicia and Jason, and we are in progress for good. This is our journey to living intentional. So we've got four kids and have been married for what feels like forever. So join us as we share all about our lives. That means the great times, but also the really crappy ones too. If you like what you hear, you should subscribe. Or you can follow us on social media at In Progress for Good. Hey guys, welcome to In Progress for Good. This is our first official podcast together. So one day we had this crazy idea. We were driving to the gym. To the gym, yeah. And we decided that we should start kind of documenting where we've been, what we're doing now, and where we're going in the future. And so we came up with the crazy idea to record our first ever podcast, and it was done on my iPhone with really crappy microphone. It's really, really wonderful quality. <laughs> you'll, you'll tell when you hear. So we wanted to share it with you, though. Um, obviously, since then, we've upgraded a microphone and are excited to kind of Share, I don't know, whatever we feel like talking about. Our experiences, our adventures through our marriage and life and and see what happens. We feel like we've been through a lot together and individually and you'll get to know that over the podcast that we share. So here comes number one. Enjoy. So you should introduce yourself first. Hello. My name is Jason Bowling. <laughs> so we have this crazy idea and it may not even go anywhere and that's okay too. But um, we were listening to different podcasts and um, just we're kind of, I don't know, intrigued. Is that a good word? Intrigued would be a good word. Um, I think we, as we listened to the podcast, we felt it would be therapeutic for us to talk amongst each other and and record it and, and see how it will help our relationship, our lives, and our, you know, things like that. And I think that even if, I mean, who knows, like, we don't even know what, what may or may not come of it, if we share it, if we don't, um, but if, if nothing else, I think that there's power in, in talking to one another, and I, I feel like having conversations about relationships help other people to, to know that that's okay to do, and I don't know, this may be completely boring and stupid, too, so... Plus, it puts everything on record, so if I say something crazy, it can come back and bite me in the butt. Which is likely to happen, so... <laughs> uh, almost, almost 100% likely to happen. So, Jason... So, I'm Alicia, and Jason and I have been married now for 15 years. 15. Just hit 15 years in June. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, well, by today's standards, I think that's super long. <laughs> uh, super long at some points. There were some years that felt like a 15-year span in that one year. <laughs> super long. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel 
like it's been a long time, but I also feel like it's been a short time. And whenever somebody asks me, you know, how long have you been married? I say 15 years. They sound surprised. Wow, really? And, you know, when I tell them, yeah, we have four kids, too. Oh, my gosh. You know. Well, four kids does feel like <laughs> a million. It, our kids are busy. So right now our kids' ages, we've got a now 14-year-old, mm-hmm. a soon-to-be 12-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 5-year-old. Mm-hmm. Goes girl, girl, boy, girl. And they're busy. We have our busy life. Um, our oldest is a softball player. She's taken after her mom. And she is a pitcher that is working really hard to improve herself. So we, you know, we're on the travel team and practices and all of that jazz. Um, go ahead. I was going to say our, our second daughter, um, she is on the swim team. She's on the state team. She's worked her butt off and dedicated herself the last year, year and a half to improve herself. And, you know, she's done, she's done amazing. She dedicates herself every morning. She wakes up at 545, goes and swims for an hour, hour and a half, and then goes to school every day. Every single day of the week. And as an 11, 12-year-old, that's impressive. That just shows me that she you know, has drive in what she wants to do, and she goes for it. Definitely dedication. She's both of our girls. They're both very, very dedicated to their goals. They're driven. Um, we are seven-year-old. He is, he is my only boy, and he's definitely a mama's boy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's probably out of all of our kids, the three girls and the one boy, he's our most sensitive, he's our most yes. cuddling, he's our most, I don't want to say reverse roles, but it, it almost feels like he, you know, he's just the most sensitive one. And whereas our girls, our girls are more aggressive, they more want to fight, they more want to, I'm going to beat you, where he's more of, let's hang out, let's play, let's let's have fun. You know, in sports, we have him in flag football right now, and he he's timid. He doesn't want to, you know, like some of the other boys will come out and tackle people and, and push them around, and he's more of like, I'm going to run away. Don't <laughs> don't look loves, at me. He loves it, though. He and does. He, he it puts a smile on our face to watch him love it between football and he does soccer, and then he'll do basketball after the football ends, and um, even though he may be a little timid out there, he he is my he is our kid that really likes to understand something before jumping in. Like yeah. he he wants to make sure even even in school, like he gets nervous answering questions unless he knows that he's completely right. So he I, I think there's a little bit of like an O C D perfection there. Like he he wants to make sure that he's I don't know, that he's got the right answer or doing it the right way and until he's secure in that he he just kind of hangs back and, and observes and watches um our youngest our youngest is maddie she's it's basically maddie's world and we're living in it True. um she she's like the sunshine though so until wants, until you get her mad <laughs> 
So backing up um, to kind of give you a full picture of our kids, we were pretty good at three. And I don't, I don't know that I can speak for Jason, but I was like, hey, I got this three kid thing down. And um, when we found out we were pregnant with Natty, boom, it was like I got slapped across the face, like not expecting it. Well, I think where we were at in our lives, you know, you were looking at going into nursing school. Um, was I, did I start my new job or was I looking for a new job? I just started a new job. I had just lost a ton of weight, like 85 pounds. Yeah. And we had a really hard time getting pregnant with Connor, with our third. And so it wasn't even on the radar that... I mean, mm-hmm. we weren't trying. In fact, that's when you were living apart. You were living up in Salt Lake, and I was mm-hmm. down in St. George, and we were only seeing each other, like... Weekends. Weekends, and sometimes not even that often. And so we found out that we were pregnant with Maddie, and I'll be honest, that, that shook me hard. Um, but fast-forwarding, and maybe we can talk more about that a different time, but fast-forwarding to now, she is exactly what our family needed. Yeah, she's the always smiling, always just very happy. She has a chunky little face that smiles, and you look at her, and she just... Her eyes light up. You can't not be around her and not be happy. True. And she loves everyone. Like, she makes everyone feel like they're the most loved by her. It doesn't matter who it is. Maybe a stranger off the street, she'll walk up to them. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. And just, yeah. And and it's been cute to see the relationship between her and her brother. And we can talk about that a different time um, because there's a lot to that complexity in and of itself. So that's kind of our family. Um, Jason and I have, well, no, that's not true. I was going to say we've lived, we've always lived in Utah. I've always lived in Utah. I was born and raised here. Um, but... I grew up in California. I was born in Southern California. I lived out there for 13, 14 years of my life. And um, perchance my grandfather got cancer. And we were traveling. He, he's from the Chippewa, or Chippewa tribe up in North Dakota. So we traveled through Utah one day, um, to get up there. And we found out that the Huntsman cancer center was a great place to, you know, treat cancer, have treatment, stuff like that. Well, he had lung cancer. And so the last year or two of his life, um, my, my family, immediate family, mom, dad, brother, and my grandma and grandpa decided let's move to Salt Lake to see what we can do to help him out in that situation. And so we all migrated up here from California in the nineties and, um, have been here ever since. Yeah. So we met, um, we were actually working together and we met through a friend kind of a work friend. Yeah. I mean, we didn't hang out with her or anything, but a common, a common, like person work associate Mm -hmm. and when I met you I remember thinking oh we're just gonna be friends 
like not in the like friend zone thing but I was going through a lot in my life at that time and I definitely wasn't ready for like a romantic relationship in fact I didn't really trust men in general and so I met you and and I truth be told 15 years later sometimes I scratch my head and wonder why you stayed with me like the crazy there's there was a lot of crazy in that beginning I (laughs) you can't see his face but he's (laughs) He's definitely biting his tongue and laughing right now. Well, I think we were both in different spots. I was in a different spot. I was going to college, kind of. I was working. It was the summertime. It was playing. Um, you know, I was at a different time in my life as like well. You were like a party boy. Yeah, I did. And I was like a lost. <laughs> I was lost in, in the world. Um, and we just kind of started, I really feel like we became friends. Like I, and maybe, maybe you were interested in more than that, but I, I remember thinking, oh no, we're just, we're going to be friends and that's it. And you're a good friend to me. Like we would talk over AOL instant messenger. If you know, anyone's old enough to remember AIM and all of that good stuff. And we would just sit and talk, um, or chat over that and, and then we would call, like, you would call me on our landlines at home, and I would hold up the landline for, like, two and a half hours while we were just talking and getting to know each other. I, I think the one memory that I have that I kind of, like, put you off or, or made you take a step back was, so we met at a call center, and we were working on different floors, and one time we came down to the floor that you know, all the people were on and it was like the week before I was traveling to New York to help a friend's brother move from, um, Utah to Syracuse, New York. So we were driving out there, you know, to help unpack and do all that stuff. Well, I made the comment that every state I'm going to go in, I'm going to kiss a different girl. And and not only that, <laughs> hold on, not only that, but right after he said that, it was like he was trying to kiss me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no. Well, no. you got you to gotta start in Utah. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I was like, mm, yeah, you are a little playboy. No, thanks. That's definitely not into that. So I remember being like, peace out. Have fun on your trip. I'll, I'll hear about that when you get back. Truth be told, I didn't kiss anybody on the trip. <laughs> it was more, we, we had two days to get to New York and we drove. So it was more of, we were driving through the middle of the night. We slept in cornfields. Um, we had one day where we went to a football game in Cleveland. And other than that, it was strictly business, get there and stuff like that. And so, you know, I don't know if it was this ambitious thought I had or not, but I successfully failed at it. And yeah, but maybe you failed for a good reason because I can pretty much think that if you would have come back and been like, "Yeah, I kissed seventeen girls." I don't know. I'm not good with geography. I don't know how many <laughs> states are between Utah and New York, but I I I do know that if you would have come home, there 
not that there was any hope leaving, like, oh, if he doesn't kiss a girl, I'm going to totally be into him, because that wasn't my thought process at all, but I can pretty much guarantee you that it's, it wouldn't have ever, nothing would have ever progressed if that, mm-hmm. things have, over our relationship and over our marriage, I feel like things have definitely happened for a reason many, many times in our lives, and that's kind of what I feel like is important to talk about, and in future episodes, it would be kind of fun to touch on some of those those moments when they were key defining changes that that occurred and kind of like the right place at the right time type of thing um even like divine intervention I mean I don't know how many people I mean I'm not afraid to share we, we definitely we're LDS um we're not what like God, I, I like calling it. I like calling it hardcore LDS. We're not hardcore. <laughs> uh, we live in Utah County, so for anyone who doesn't understand Utah, Utah is like the mecca of um, Mormons or Latter Day Saints. Latter Day Saint Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and Utah County, inside of inside of the state of Utah, is like the epicenter. Like, um, just very very hardcore conservative and we don't really fit that mold um so it's kind of fun because you'll learn as you get to know Jason that he kind of um stirs the pot and and likes to push the edge and the limit on things and he definitely does that well with our community and where we live and um but we definitely I don't even know where I was going with this just who we are and where we're from yeah so we we're definitely not the typical mold, um, but we definitely, oh, I was talking about God. We, I, we do believe in, in God, and and I do believe in divine intervention, and, and there have been many points in our relationship where it's kind of smacked us across the face a few times. Um, so, yeah, 15 years. Right now, I am a working mom. And so Jason mentioned that I went uh, to nursing school and that was um, an aspiration of mine. And and I did it actually later with with young kids and um, since then have continued to progress in my career and um, am now working as a nurse manager and actually loving it. I feel very rewarded in my, my job because I love the people that I manage and I love the patients that we care for. Um, I feel like it brings, it fills my cup to fill other people's cups. And so there's a lot of reward in my position, but there's also a lot of challenges that have happened. This is a newer promotion in the last almost six months now. Um, But it's been tricky because, you know, I, it's been a big role for me to learn and it's taken our family some time to adjust and figure out. Um, not only do I work full time, but Jason does as well. Yes. I'm a, I'm a working dad. Um, I like that you say that because a lot of times like podcasts are very like sexist. So people will be like, 
tell me, how does it feel to be a working mom? But they don't ever ask, like, tell me, how does it feel to be a working dad? So I like well, that you said that. The reason I said that is because with your new job, you're always on, or it feels like you're always on. Totally. There's times when you have to go in for a graveyard shift because there's a lot of patients come in or people call in sick. There's times when you go in on the weekend. There's times when you leave at 6 a.m. and you're like, hey, I'll be home at 5, and you don't get home till 10. So, you know, our kids are old enough. They're in school. So during the school time, I go to work. I do my job. I do everything, you know, I'm supposed to do. And then when I come home in the evening, um, I have to make sure homework's done. I have to make sure dinner's done. I have to make sure, you know, taking one of our daughters to softball, the other daughter to her activity, the, uh, our son to his activity. And so, you know, that's not an everyday thing, but there's been a lot of like adjustments that we've had to make in balancing and it hasn't gone super smooth the whole Mm -mm. time. We've had a lot of um, a lot of discussions, and when I say discussions, you can probably insert heated arguments. We're we're pretty good at um, we're both very stubborn, and so we've we're trying to navigate through this new phase in our lives, and it's included a lot of role adjustments and. Um, even, you know, I know besides our culture and in our religion, in our state, even outside of our state, there's very much a moms take care of the kids. And that hasn't been as clear cut with us lately. And so it's been tricky to navigate. It's been tricky for me to balance my hours at work and, and give as much at home as I'm giving to work in this new job, but still feel like I'm proving myself at work because, um, you know, it's so important to me there too. And so there's been a lot of sacrifice that you've had to make and, um, it hasn't been easy on any of us. No. And, um, just to go back. So I've been, I've been in sales. I've been in sales for the last, I don't even know how many years. Um, I, I started off in the medical field. I wanted to, you know, I had aspirations to be a nurse, but sh- Alicia took that dream from me. <laughs> <laughs> No, what happened was as I was working towards getting to into a nursing school, we started having a family and the job I had wasn't cutting it. So I had to find a job that was paying more and it was in sales. And so from there, it just kind of snowballed into something where, you know, we had one kid, had two kids. And then at that time when we had our second Um, an opportunity opened up to move down to St. George for more money and things like that. And so it kind of didn't, you know, work out. And so it's not bad. I I like my job. I currently have it. it, It's fun. I get to be out. My office is my car. I visit multiple different companies and, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Just a side note. I did not take his dream and, and become a nurse at that moment. (laughs) <laughs> she drug it out about 13 years and I didn't even know at that time that I wanted to be a nurse. She so. didn't. I tried to convince her nursing's a great field. You can do anything in nursing. And I tried to talk her into it. And it's like, no, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. I like to teach. I like oh, to, God. that would have been terrible. <laughs> God bless all you teachers out there because 
oh my, I think you deserve a straight shot to heaven for what you do. I could not, I've learned that I don't have the patience for teaching. So God bless you that do. Teachers are amazing. But yes, I didn't take his dream as in I stole it and did it at that moment. I took his dream apparently by having his children. So No, what you did was you took it, you put it inside. I'm going to hold off. Maybe he'll forget about his dream. And then I'm going to come out and and make it true for me. Oh. No, it's it, it's been fun. I mean, it, what was hard during the nursing school years, I was out of town probably 95% of the time. Yeah. Um, I, I started a new job that took me away for three months. And I, can, you can kind of tell that. Yeah. That's a, that's a long story. <laughs> Super long story. Um, but, but yeah. It definitely was one of the challenges in our marriage. We've So over the last 15 years, wouldn't you say that we've had a lot of obstacles? Like, yes. Like, do you feel like, I feel like it's safe to say, like... We've been climbing Mount Everest for a lot of our 15 years. Yeah, I'd say probably 90, 95% of the time. Yeah. I mean, there's been times, and I felt like it's been days, weeks, and months where it's like, oh my gosh, things are amazing. Things are going great. And then, boom, something will happen. Yeah. I mean, we've had financial issues. We've had relationship, like you and I issues. Um, we've had... Religious issues. Religious issues. We've had family, as in like outer family, not just you and I. Extended family, Extended family. both sides. We've had health issues. Um, pretty much, you name it, and we've, I mean, we've we've been tackling a lot, and it. We're here to say, like, marriage hasn't been easy, and I think if we went back to like our wedding day, if I was to have get, been given some information, I think that's probably what I would have wished would have been shared with me was, um, I knew it would be hard, but I didn't know that it would be a constant hard. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you always hear your first year of marriage is going to be your hardest. Yeah. And, and I took that and I'm like, okay, you know, take it a stride. And usually if you can get past your first year, it's good. And I'm not saying it was bad, but it's a constant... We've had a lot of bad years. (laughs) I mean, I love you, and we've had a lot of good times, too, and a lot of good memories. But I feel like we've had a cycle of a lot of bad years. And in the bad years, I mean, we've had good moments. I don't want this to be like, oh, wow, their relationship... Every single day, what are they doing? Why are they they still together? together? (laughs) Because... I mean, ultimately, we've we've grown, and I think I think that we still have a lot of growth that we can do. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I I hope that this is something that helps us to become even stronger together. Because I think that there's always room to grow and improve. And maybe the stronger we get, then the less bad will happen. Because it's yeah. Yeah, but some of it was out of our control. Some of it yeah. wasn't caused by us I mean some of it was you know whether me you you know whatever um so I wouldn't I would just say it's a normal life true I mean and I think the more that I've listened to other podcasts and 
you know, reading other things. I think that's what I've realized more than anything is you think that you're so siloed or so alone in your relationship and like ours is so hard. Well, no, everyone goes through hard things. And I, I think that there's power in sharing the hard things that you've overcome and how you've done it and what you're doing to still improve because that's what gives other people hope and strength. And I think there's, I don't know, it, it's always helped me to be like, oh, I'm not the only one that's had to go through months and months of no job and, you know, not knowing how we're going to put food on the table for our family or I'm not the only one that had to have a conversation with my kids saying Santa Claus is really busy and might not be able to come this year. Mm -hmm. And those were difficult moments where I felt, and I can't speak for you, but I felt so alone and it had I known that, you know what, you're not the only one that's been in this moment and keep, keep your head down, keep going because it's going to get better. Yeah. I, you know, growing up, I, we were never rich, never had a lot of money, but we always had money. We always had Christmas. We always had that. So when, you know, what happened to us happened to us, it, it kind of was a shock, and I was like, oh my gosh, is it ever going to get better? Is it ever, am I ever going to find a job? Am I, you know, and stuff like that. And now, looking back at it, you know, I'll talk to people, and, and you know, they'll they'll open up and say, yeah, that happened to us too. And I think, like you said, hearing that it's real and that people can overcome those type of circumstances and and things like that. I, I think it's, you know, great because mm -hmm. if it happened or if I heard or talked to somebody while I was going through it, I'd probably have more of an optimistic outlook mm -hmm. because I mean, after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth month of Eight. applying for jobs yeah. and nothing coming through and living in a college town where you have a mortgage and, you know, you can go get an $8 job, but what's the $8 job going to do? You know, you'd have to get four or five of them and, you know, there's not that many time, there's not much, not that much time in the day to, to do it. But, you know, I just, I feel like we live in a society where everybody needs to put out their best foot and, you know, don't, don't air out your dirty laundry, but it's not necessarily airing out dirty laundry. It's saying, look, our life isn't perfect. It happened to us. We overcome it. You know, you can too. Yeah. Because people struggle, and I think people struggle alone. Pe people struggle as a couple, and I feel like there's a strength with knowing that, look, you're not the only one. There's other people in, Definitely. you know. So that's kind of our goal for this. Um, each, each podcast, we're hoping to hit on a different topic, things that have been hard for us to overcome or things that we've learned along the way. Um, and throughout the journey of this, whatever may come of it, um, you'll get to know us a little bit better and realize who we are and you'll either really like us or you really won't. Or like one of us and not the other, <laughs> which tends to happen all the time in our <laughs> friends. All of our friends basically like her and don't like me. So That's not true. <laughs> You'll realize um, how sarcastic and amazingly funny my husband is. So anyways, we 
that's just a little glimpse of who we are and what our hope is. And, and ultimately, as we share, I mean, I hope that we help someone else out there and I hope it helps us too. I think that, like you said, there's power in sharing and um, it would be it would be rewarding to know if, you know, someone else could benefit from something that we're sharing. And ultimately, it would be rewarding for our relationship to strengthen as well. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. I don't know what we're even going to call this podcast. So, um, for now, I guess we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> More to come. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today. That was our very first official podcast. We have since named the podcast In Progress for Good. And we'll talk a little bit more next time about why we chose that name and the direction that we're planning to go. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening. And if you like what you hear, make a comment. Go to our social media, In Progress for Good, and let us know. And most importantly, subscribe. We want you to check back. We're planning on releasing these weekly, so check yep. back with us. Every Tuesday. All right. Have a good day.